0: 97.1 FM Talk
1: Podcast. All right, welcome back. We're live in the uh, Capitol Rotunda down here in Jefferson City, and if you're watching on the Facebook live feed or uh, the Twitter feed this morning, you will see Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft has joined us here at the table. And, uh, Jay, welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for getting up so early. Uh, happy to. The <laughs> people's work is to be done. Absolutely. Yeah. The uh, big story down here this morning, obviously, is the governor's news conference yesterday about Uh, trying to restrict foreign ownership of land, and you don't seem to think that uh, it's going to have much effect.
2: Well, let me be clear. I think it's the right thing to do. That's why uh, Representative Hafner and I and uh, uh, the senator and I worked on two bills that would have actually done this, that would have gotten it done, that the Senate, as normal, screwed up. But the executive order doesn't have the authority of statute, Um, so I don't see how under existing law it's it's possible for him to do what he said he was going to do. Unfortunately,
1: I just think it's political theater, which is normally what you get down here. Say one thing and do another. Well, it's interesting because my first thought when I when I read the press release yesterday was, well, if if it if it doesn't impact existing land ownership. It's kind of defeating the purpose. It struck me that the, the governor in Arkansas was going to try to go in and take land away if somebody had already snuck in under the wire and, and purchased something near a sensitive location. You
2: know, on, on this one, I'll defend him. Okay.
1: The first thing you have to do
2: when there's an injury is stop the bleeding. Um, so, I would have been fine if it was something that actually would stop the sales of our land to foreigners, and then we could figure out, okay, what's the next step? Right. It's been 10 years since we started this problem. 2013, they voted to allow the sales. 2015, they voted to take away some of the oversight the Department of Agriculture had. I'm fine if at least we're making progress, although obviously, you know, making a touchdown in the first play would be nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, I'm okay with at least stopping the bleeding first, but this just isn't going to do it. So, so obviously you want to be governor and as as governor what do you, what would you do differently to take a more active role in encouraging some of this the, on the legislative side well you, you don't have to look at what i say you can just look at what i did last year we actually
2: had two two bills senate bill 55 would have forbid any uh, foreign purchase or ownership of our of our land not just right. agricultural but our land in this state it had demarcations to make sure you couldn't have any foreign ownership within 30 miles of military installations. It covered the entire state. That would have been a complete ban. I worked with Senator Bean on that. And then we had House Bill 903 that we worked on after that one failed. That at least said China, North Korea. It was essentially what they took their executive order from. It's what Florida passed. Would have set up an exclus an exclusionary list and said these countries can't buy any land. Um, you know, if the governor had actually gotten involved in that discussion earlier this or last year. We would have gotten that bill passed. It passed the House. It was the
1: Senate that amended it to allow any foreign country to buy any land they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I'm trying to remember if you and I have talked I, I, since uh, the decisions by the Secretary of State in, in, in Maine and oh. uh, Colorado – uh, I ran a bite yesterday from the Secretary of State in Colorado, who who just flat out judge, jury, and executioner. She's crazy. Yeah, she has completely denied Although, due process here, right?
2: It was the secretary You know, at least in Colorado, she's not the one that threw him off the ballot. Well, it was, it was the, the court,
1: court, right?
2: Which is not a whole lot, but at least there is that in Maine. She really was the judge during executioner. A year ago, she had talked about how it was an insurrection. She was not an unbiased trier. of fact, it's ridiculous. It's a kangaroo court. The Supreme Court, I believe, will get involved. They will reverse it. They have to because if the Supreme Court doesn't and doesn't do it quickly, then secretaries of state like myself are going to have to make sure that the law applies equally both to Republicans and Democrats. Right. And, um, you know, if that's the road they're going to take us down, I don't want to go down that road. But you, you you can't play basketball when the other
1: guy gets to, to travel and you have to dribble. It just yeah, doesn't work. That's a, that's a good point, and hopefully the court steps in on that here pretty quickly. Let, let's talk about things you'd like to see legislatively out of this session. I mean, I know we always get to the last two weeks and nothing always gets done, but uh, particularly when it comes to voting. Uh, you know, I'd love to see us set it
2: up so that voter registrations expire the year after your driver's license does. So we know we're cleaning everybody off at least every six years unless you've gone in and, and and renewed your driver's license. I'd love to see us mandate that you have to be a citizen not only to vote but to register. I'd love to see us create residency rules so it doesn't matter how many states you might have a house in or a condo in or counties. There is one and, one, and only one place where you can be registered to vote. Um, I'd love to see us do simple things like just require people to use their full legal name to register so it's easier for us to cross-reference and make sure that we don't have a William and a Bill and, and you know, a B something so that we know who's on those rolls and can clean them up. Those are all things we ought to do for the people of the state, but in this session, I don't know that anything's going to get done.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah. Kim, do you have a question? I'm just curious what some of the other priorities you think should be for lawmakers, because and I think, Mark, you echo this. One of my biggest concerns is that abortion will end up on the ballot. Uh, Initiative petition reform is extremely important. That's something I've been working on since November of 16. I talked to the president pro tem before I was inaugurated. Uh, Unfortunately, the legislature has found a way to foul that up every year and we have to make sure that what they pass is actually constitutional. What they passed last year was not constitutional uh, because then the court just throws it out and never even gets to the vote of the people. Uh, So initiative petition reform, we didn't really do anything on public safety. Uh, Kim Gardner resigned, but there was no statutory change to make sure that couldn't happen again. I worked with the Sheriff's Association. I worked with the Prosecutors' Association on kind of an omnibus public safety bill that would have made sure that that could be dealt with in the future and that we wouldn't have to have those problems in a prolonged stance obviously foreign land is a big thing i worked on that last year and and i have to say i think foreign land and what we did on public safety would have passed if they hadn't been sacrificed good policy sacrificed for politics last
1: uh, yeah. last year yeah kim and i talked about this a little bit yesterday the los angeles county has reimposed mask mandates for all of its public health <laughs> facilities and i wondered to myself how long is it going to take before sam page feels a shiver down his leg and decides he's going to try to do the same thing well, as governor how would you handle that differently? I,
2: I would handle it the way i handled it as secretary of state when our office never closed when i trusted the people of this state to be able to make their own decisions sadly i think we all know a plandemic is coming and we need a governor that's going to stand up we need a governor that won't allow DESE to pay schools more to send kids home than keep them in school. That happened under the current governor. We need a governor that won't keep an emergency declaration in place just for federal money, even though it's vitiating the rights of the people. We need a governor that will stand up for the people and say, no, the people know best.
1: You know, I know there was a, there was a, a decision at the Supreme Court level regarding the power that County executives and local health directors have, and if I, if I'm incorrect on this, tell me. But I believe that the ultimately what was decided was that the the governor's appointee as the as the health director for the state has the authority to step in and shut that down. That, that order, though, would probably have to come from the governor, right? I, I think it would have to
2: come from the governor, and we have to remember that it was the governor's emergency declaration that allowed a lot of that power to flow to those counties, and that
1: was problematic. Yeah, would you do that? Would you? you would not do that. No, I, I wouldn't do that. We
2: no. now I, I, look. I will give the governor grace for the first two, three months of the pandemic when nobody knew what was going on, and everyone that was supposed, to, supposedly an expert and supposedly telling the truth, told us it was the end of the world. But we clearly knew by the beginning of summer that it was not the f- 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 count. Yeah. So, Kim? so I know the city of St. Louis has talked about bringing in a lot of these these illegals, basically from the Chicago area. I don't love that idea, but as governor, I mean, what could or would you do about that issue if if they really get serious about bringing these people over? Well, first of all, we need to make sure that taxpayer dollars are not going to support people that came here illegally and are continuing to break the law by being here. Let's, Let's just face the facts. It is illegal. They have broken the law. I'm not against immigrants, but I want people, as my father taught me to say, that come here for freedom, that come here the right way, that don't come here for free stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. it's good. I love that. I love but you know, you you look at uh, the, the, the governor Pritzker, uh, right in Illinois, uh, <laughs> governor Hochul in New York they're starting to realize what we we mean when we say that every state is a border state now. Every state is a border state. Not all of us are approximately located to the border, but the effects
2: affect every state. And we need a governor that will help those states that are proximate to the border to make sure that they can stem the the invasion that is a part of the lawsuits that will actually speak the truth like the governor of Texas did and call it an invasion because that's a legal term under the United States Constitution. Mm -hmm. And then of course that will make sure that the people tax dollars are not being used to support it and enhance it and encourage it. I mean, look, if you tax something, you get less of it. If you subsidize it, you get more of it. Why are we subsidizing people to break the law and flood into our country?
1: it's a great point. Do you have an opinion on that uh, That uh, Texas law that the governor signed basically allowing him to arrest and deport Well, I
2: don't have a problem with the law that says when you break the law, we can arrest you and we can we can enforce the law. Right. I mean, that's how crazy our country is that you get in trouble as a governor if you enforce. I think that's one of the reasons why it's beneficial that I'm not just an engineer, but I'm an attorney. We're seeing these fights act in the legal realm in the courts, and we need a governor of this state that understands the legal realm, that can use the legal
1: realm to say no to the federal government and fight back. Outstanding. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, and I appreciate you giving me some time this early in the morning, my friend. Thanks for having me. Have a happy new year. Absolutely. Happy new year to you as well. Uh, good to get you on the radio for us this morning. We appreciate that. All right. Uh, we're going to get to a quick break here uh, next hour. I think um, we're going to get uh, the Attorney General. Andrew Bailey is going to swing by here around 720, and uh, we'll get his thoughts as well on uh, maybe that uh, illegal alien problem we might face in the greater st louis area very soon we're reporting live down in jefferson city in the Capitol rotunda we're going to be back in just a minute
0: get more at 97 one talk.com t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?